it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to This is a Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, Shelby Deathray Patterson. Hello, and welcome everyone to This is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. Hey, y'all. Hey, and I'm Gina Beaumont. And we are going to talk about NXT Worlds Collide, the first NXT takeover in the new Triple H era. And it's such a relief. Like, just when we sat down to watch this, guys, like, it was, I don't know, before we even got started, it was just such a, like, a breath of fresh air. Yes. Right? Because we sat down and we knew. We just knew that it was going to be, like, maybe, like, a little bit better than it has been. There was hope. Yeah. You know, it was that feeling of, like, oh, man, like, this could be good. Like, what's going to happen? And then, of course, they go ahead and start it off with the match we were most excited about. So I was already like, yeah, there's hope. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was great. So you had, we're just going to jump right into it. We're so excited. We only have five matches to cover, guys. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome compared to the amount of content that you just listened to I mean, the other day. My like goodness. 15 matches, like that's <sighs> insane. David, I commend all of you, all three of you for getting through yes. all of that. Oh, don't commend me. I did not get through all of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unlike a lot of Americans, I had to work on Monday. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So by the time Ew. 10 o'clock hit and the pay-per-view was only half over, I was like, I love you guys. I'm out. Uh, oh, that's I can't right. Because you, you left after swerving our glory, right? Yes. Okay. You were fine. You were fine then. You didn't need to see. I mean, it was fine. But that, that, yeah. Yeah. I, I had that feeling. And also, I'm resisting the urge so hard to I talk know. about CM Punk, but I'm not going to do not it. not our topic, not our topic, not it's, our topic. It's not, because I feel like Dogs and Chris really got into it, but there's a lot more that's happened. But oh, it's knows? fine. It's fine. Maybe we can, Dogs and I can do a whole other separate episode just on that. I mean, truthfully. Yeah. I think it can happen. I oh. think I think that in a couple of years, that's going to be something that you guys talk about on Rewind. That's true. As in, like, this was crazy pivotal moment for wrestling for AEW. Yeah, true. So, but so we NXT. are we are going to be a, a nice palate cleanser for you with only 5 matches to talk about, but they were all pretty good. Yes. Um so we have the North American Championship with Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. Oh, gosh. Like I love that man. When we saw that Ricochet just <laughs> appeared on NXT, I was like, oh, okay, like this is like a fun, like one off thing that they're going to do because they've been doing that or trying to do that with NXT for a little bit. To have like, uh, not, like not celebrity comebacks, but you know what I mean? Kinda like, what it feels like a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> a little bit, but only like, it would be weird if they weren't like NXT people, like when Dolph came. Yeah, that was really that weird. That was weird, you know? But, but with Ricochet, it's like, no. He was in NXT. That makes sense. You know, like a lot he of these... He actually was a North American champion. What a concept. Yeah. <laughs> what a concept. So we have Ricochet come back for this match. And y'all, guys, this was... It was... It was I wrote this down. It was <sighs> only 15 minutes. Are you serious? 15 minutes. Almost 16 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes and 57 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it felt like I could have watched that for the entire two hours. They said fight forever twice. Like, mm-hmm. they started the chant twice in two separate parts of the of the match. Uh-huh. And I agreed with every single one of those people chanting and cheering because this is the ricochet that we know and we love. This is the ricochet who, I mean... Tony Hawk video games could never. He's a Tony Hawk sh- cheat code. He <laughs> like he That's exactly is what a he cheat is. code glitch in the in the game. I don't know what the actual term is, but whatever it is, he is it. Right. Down, down, left, right, left, right. BA start. Exactly. That is ricochet. And I just I feel like putting him with Carmelo was such a good choice and someone that I didn't think about. Well, when right? Car- when we watched Carmelo early on, he had the makings. And it was starting a little bit with his high-flying stuff, but he didn't really embrace it 
Um, because that's when NXT 2.0 and all that right. happened. Mm-hmm. So He was one of the first people to kind of come up in that. He was. And so it didn't really stay because then he kind of was the powerhouse and kind of got put into, oh, he's bigger, therefore. Which I think he still technically is, but I think this match brought out some of the high-flying stuff that he can do. He's a very flexible performer Uh and wrestler, and I think that that's important to be, especially when you're young, like Mm -hmm. so young in the business, because then it's like your opportunities are endless. Well, yeah, because You can do whatever. They did that one spot where they did the springboard um, crossbody. I don't... I (laughs) would... If there had been a mic in that house when we watched that, we would have blown off the roof. Well, because I told Gina when we were watching it, I you see that spot be done a lot when it's just a regular crossbody. Oh yeah, they run at each other. Well, men. Usually it is after they've done a few other things that kind of mirror each other, and And they did that. They led up to that. They did a few like. like forearms that were the you know hitting each other at the same time. Yeah. A few punches and then all of a sudden they run to opposite ends of the ring and do a springboard crossbody across and meet in the center of the ring. Oh my gosh. And I think the roof almost went off my house. Yeah, yeah, like, we screamed so <laughs> loud. It was I mean it was great. You you saw Ricochet being Ricochet which I feel like we haven't seen yes in a really really long time because I think Vince only saw him as this, like, one note, like, all he can do is flips and shit, right? Which, Which he can do that. He does them very well. But he also can, like, call a match. Yes. And that was very evident in this. And, like, you could tell that they rehearsed probably a little bit beforehand, but mm-hmm. I really feel like going back and watching it again, I feel like he called a lot of stuff. You think so? Yeah. Because we had talked about this, because I, yeah. I talked about this in the moment with you when we were watching it, but that'll be more in depth with the uh, Mandy Rose and the mm-hmm. other match later. Right. But because I felt like they had the opportunity to practice to get so in sync, but I mean, I give them more props if that was them calling on the fly and being able to know each other and work that well together. Well, I think it was a good mix of both. Yeah. I think, I think they were like, okay, we definitely want to hit this and this is how we do that. Yeah. I mean, especially if they've never worked together. Yeah. I definitely think that they, you know, just messed around in the ring. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, all these guys have worked together in some And I'm sure they trained outside of WWE. Yeah. I mean, Ricochet was all over the planet at one point. Oh, my god! So he could have worked with anybody. Um, But basically the finish, I would say if you have to watch one match, it would be this one. That one. So um, the finish on this one is Ricochet goes uh, to the top rope to do his finisher, which I can't remember the name of it, but it's a lot of flips. Um, <laughs> flips and shit. And uh, Carmelo rolls out of the way, like, at the very last second, oh. and he lands the flips. Um, but Carmelo uses Ricochet's own momentum against him to roll him up into a sneaky pin. Ooh, it's so good. And he <laughs> wins. It was so good. And I wasn't mad no, about no, it. No, no, no. Like, I You hate, couldn't lose with this match. I hate dirty finishes like that. Like, it feels... But the thing was, is it that it wasn't even dirty. It wasn't, but it feels weak to me usually. Well, it's right? because it's never done right. Right, but that that one made sense to me. Cause, it was flawless. Like, Ricochet was kind of starting to fall forward. As if he was just going to roll out of the way and mm-hmm. continue on. And, and so Carmelo just used his momentum oh. against him. So it made sense to me. So good. I gave this a four and a half. Four and a half immediately. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, definitely, <laughs> I think it was my match of the night. I- <laughs> absolutely Which always scares me when match of the night is the first one you you were very wary after yeah. that you were like where do we go from here yeah and i had the opposite effect because i guess i was the mark for this one and i was like it's only gonna get better well i think um david's lack of optimism is rubbing off on me just a little bit just because <laughs> i was like nope too good to be true and then she too reminded me what match was next and then and then you know that scene in mary poppins where they come down from the ceiling and they go oh that's sad <laughs> and then that's what happened because i remembered who is going to be in well the match. that's not the next match that was just a preview for that match I, thankfully oh that's right because we we were like they're gonna do that next right after okay yes, yeah you're right you're right 
I didn't specifically tell you not to be optimistic. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, cover your tracks. Hope is a mistake. <laughs> I remember that very that specifically. That is someone who savors okay. strongly of bitterness. Okay, fair. I mean, who are we talking to? Look at the material. But it's, it's fine. You make sure we quote him correctly. <laughs> so our, our next match is the uh, for the unified tag team titles. Yes. Um, so, my order was wrong. Which this is a fatal four-way elimination tag match. Very fun concept. Yes. So we have the Creed Brothers, who are the NXT champs, Gallus, Briggs and Jensen, who are the UK champs, and Pretty Deadly. I had no idea who they were. Oh, Pretty Deadly are great. <laughs> <laughs> so Pretty Deadly, um, for those who don't know, they are these, um, they're from the UK, um, and they are like very, they're not like skin and bones, but they're very tall and lanky L- They guys. are slinky. Slinky, that's a good word for them. <laughs> yes, but they have some. They have some more muscle on them than they used to. Like when oh, they well, first started good. in UK, they were very, very scrawny. <laughs> um, but they have a whole like, oh god, what was it? what was the phrase that we used that night? It, oh, blue steel. Blue like steel. their entire vibe yeah, was from Zoolander. was Ben Stiller in Zoolander. Yes, they had very much have a Zoolander vibe. If they had powdered their lips, that would have been it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting with this because the whole purpose of this Mm pay-per-view or this takeover was to combine NXT and NXT UK, which a lot of people are kind of on the fence about whether they like it or not, because we, you have a lot of people who are very loyal to UK. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, there's not a lot of opportunity over there so that to have that taken away because then now making everyone all the wrestlers come over here viewers come over here to see pay-per-views mm-hmm. to see things live yeah it, you know i can get that that's that's hard like well, and a it's lot a plane of, ticket on top of tickets you know that's a lot a lot of people also feel who are over in the uk that wwe pretty much killed the uk indie scene yeah because definitely. by creating nxt uk um, they brought in pretty much any indie darling that they could find. Yeah. Um, and a lot of independent promotions in the UK went out of business. So mm. a lot of people who are fans of that are rightly pissed about this right now. Well, of course. Because you basically took all of their talent, so they had to close their doors. And then now you're just going to dismantle what you created and then keep the people that you like and then let go of the people that you don't and just spare so change it, it is a little little and hairy when you get in the weeds of it yeah um mm-hmm. so what they what the plan is from what i've heard is they are going to rebrand it and call it nxt europe which makes more sense to me because it's not just uk talent exactly because you had Walter, who is now Gunter, you have mm-hmm. Ilya Dragunov, you have... Oh, man, that man is crazy. You know, you have um, Miko Satomura, who mm-hmm. was in this takeover, like, who's from Japan. Like, you have all these people who are from other parts of the world. Yeah. So, by calling it NXT Europe, I think it kind of encompasses a lot more of the talent that's represented. So, that I agree with. I just think that... They kind of have just completely shut down UK because Hunter's got some big steps to climb. Yeah, and I think it was just like we're just gonna clean slate it and call it a day. But if it was anyone else, I didn't. I wouldn't think it could be done. Yeah, but I think it's gonna take a minute. Absolutely. Yeah, they've got a lot of rebuilding and trust to form again yeah so that was the whole point of this pay-per-view yes was to do that so we're unifying all of the titles so that's why we have two title holders in this one match because whoever wins this match is going to win the whole thing and the one cynical part of me was nervous because what was the incentive then to have the the wrestlers who came from nxt uk Mm -hmm. retain titles because i thought that was the one cynical thing that I had thought the one, you know, Which you're not wrong. Exactly. And most people assumed that as well. Like, I mean, if this had been a couple of years ago, 
full Vince power, mm-hmm. that is what would have happened. That well, would have been a like a scorch and burn tactic, essentially. When you think about it, we'll 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 get into yeah, we'll it get into later. It. Um, so I really liked that this was elimination, but I honestly thought that Gallus was going to take this. You did. You did. I was like, you know what? If they're going to let any UK talent win, it's going to be Gallus because they have, they've been here on U.S. soil the longest. Yes. And they also, so they've gotten more exposure so people know in the U.S. who they are because that was a lot of problem with UK. Nobody watched it. Yeah, like because I knew it, enough to get yeah. by, truthfully, honestly. Yeah. Um, because there was just so much other content. Like I never even got to really, I mean, of course, I watched the, the Dragunov and, and Walter fight, but that of was course. because it was on, not normal NXT, but you know what I mean? Well, like, it was everything that you know. It was on know. US NXT. And so. Everything you know about anyone from UK is because they came over and did exactly. something on NXT. Like, um, Kaylee, Kaylee Ray, mm-hmm. um, Piper Niven, um, you know, main people like Dragunov, Gunter, like Walter, mm-hmm. same as Walter. Um, like I know main people like that, but I didn't know any tag teams whatsoever. Yeah. So coming into this one, I was like, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have a guess to who would win this one at all. Well, and I think that this one ended up being more fun than I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Just because I, again, full disclosure, audience, we have not watched NXT since, no, it, you know, for a while. And I've, we have we have some some hearts to heal. I've tried to. <laughs> we don't want to open up too fast. It's true. We've been <laughs> burned and we need just some time to heal. But in our fifis and our fifis. But I I've been watching it a little bit mm-hmm. and trying to catch back up. And there is some immediate difference. It's I mean, not huge, but it's small. And you could see in this pay-per-view, like, some of it. But, like, I, when we stopped watching, I hated Brooks and Jensen. You did? I was like, this is upsetting to me. Like, you're making a caricature of my people. This was bad like, Southern. It was cringy. It was awful. All we did was drink in a bar and get into fights and talk like this. And and JBBJ, so also that in fake. itself is still kind of a little iffy to me. I'm just going to go ahead and say that one. <laughs> JBBJ, yeah, they tried to make that work, and it, I'm like, that's no. You're trying to, to lean too hard into the 1835 bracket, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're trying to <laughs> appeal to them so hard, and I'm like, oh, here it is, exactly. Ooh, look at it, <laughs> it's the BJ. Come get it. Like I, I don't know. Like it, it really kind of was just really awkward and weird. Come and get it. <laughs> oh my god. But but I was really surprised with them. Like, they were really good. And when I saw that they had won the UK title, I was like, okay, that's really weird. I also really loved the bartender because they made her a person. Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley is a Mm -hmm. great name. That is about as Southern as you can get without Mm -hmm. it being trashy with a Lynn or a... um, uh, were you about to say Ray? No. You were about to say Ray. No. She was about to say Ray, David. No. <laughs> R-A-E is very different than what yours is, and yours is pretty. <laughs> I will be over here. How dare you? We're not getting into this. Oh, um, no. But, but yeah, I thought, it, I thought they, they did a really good job. They were the first ones eliminated, shockingly. You were floored. I was, because You they, were upset. They were the UK champs. And then... Boom. Yeah, I thought they would have at least made it like through the first round, I mean, but apparently if, not. If we're gonna be real, <laughs> my first assumption was the was the Blue Steel Boys. Oh yeah, and they ended up winning the whole damn thing. Like what? <laughs> yeah. So pretty deadly goes over in this because and honestly, this was kind of what made the match for me. Yes. Because it was all right. Like yeah, it was like, okay. There were good spots. Yeah, but I mean, I mean nothing memorable. Yes, verbatim what I was going to say was I yeah. don't remember a certain spot where this happened and this happened and. But basically, what like brought this to uh, the finish of this was at the beginning of the match, you saw Roderick Strong, who is the leader of the Diamond Mine now, because they have cut that group to filth. Yeah, like every- <laughs> they're just trying to scrap anything together with that group. Once and it's they just, released oh. Malcolm Bivens, I feel like they were like, "Well, what? 
do y'all want us to do now? You know, like how you are, already took away. Like, how are we supposed <laughs> to do anything without this mouthpiece? Oh. Like they were relying on him to pretty much get this group over. And he was the only one doing it. And then now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to take your like, like three of your members mm-hmm. and we're going to replace them with new people. And then we're going to take your mouthpiece and make you do it on your own. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Roderick Strong is not a leader of a faction. He never was a leader of a faction. Even when he was in Undisputed Era, he was the last one to come in. And he He was kind of thrown in I literally was like, don't give him the mic. Do not give Roderick the mic. Just please don't. Just pass it over. Oh, God, they're giving him the mic. Oh, God, it's in his hands. No. (laughs) Like, it was just not. He never did good. And I still don't think he does well. I really don't. And, And you know what? This was his best role. What, being in the ambulance? Being down on the concrete. <laughs> so, I believed that. So we cut to the NXT parking lot, which obviously you should never be in the NXT no. parking lot. People get shot. People get kidnapped. If this is your like, first time listening, <laughs> this is what you need to take away for any cut scene. Just be escorted with somebody. To your car. Even then, it's probably not safe. Just like, just, just, just assume something <laughs> horrible will happen to you or whoever is with you. Just stay in the building. Just, just, just live there. Yeah, just fine. live in the building. They have enough room. It's fine. <laughs> so, Roderick Strong gets attacked brutally. I mean, I the legit. The blood packet work was great on that one. I thought someone got shot. I he legit. Looked like it. it looked like two bullet wounds in his stomach. <laughs> There's like pools, like yeah. right on his, like right above his heart, and then one was like near his like liver and spleen. And it looked like he wasn't breathing. So I'll give <laughs> That's him what that. I'm saying it was his best job. <laughs> yeah. So they lift him, you know, take him to the hospital, and Diamond Mind's like, okay, we can't, we gotta focus. We know? gotta, we can't think about Roderick. <gasps> it's because it's, you know, this is the but Diamond Mind. Oh, yeah, you figured ting, it ting. out, didn't you? Ting ting. Yeah. So ting, ting. Damon Kemp, who is the newest member. Mm-hmm. of the diamond mind was hyping them up backstage and saying guys we we can't we can't focus on this right now we got to we got to we got to represent the diamond mind we got to unify us. the titles exactly cuz that's more important than our dead leader <laughs> right <laughs> who is clearly dead which only in wrestling world <laughs> would a title be more important than your then friend going to the hospital but, like, okay <laughs> so Oh, it makes perfect sense. We get to the final two, and it's the Creed Brothers and Pretty Deadly. And Damon Kemp, the ref... <laughs> what a combo. The ref has been knocked out at this point. Oh, that w- no. And and so then Damon Kemp comes in with a uh, chair, and he goes up to one of the Creed Brothers, and it's like, yeah, man, like, get him. Let's get him. Let's with go. T-. You know, and then he, like, puts the chair down, and he's, like, ushering him forward, being like, no, like, you can get him. Like, let's go get him and beat him up. And then he picks the chair up, and it looks like he's going to go hit one of the pretty, pretty deadly guys. But, but no. But then he hits Julius Creed in the back. Oh, so satisfying. And the crowd goes insane because I did not realize how over the Creed brothers were. Oh yeah. Until we watched this. It's weird because yeah. I remember like that was one of the last things that we watched where they came in and mm-hmm. we were kind of really nervous because they looked like really lunky and, 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 and hunky, but couldn't really like, you know, other than just being big meaty men. Slapping meats. Slapping yeah. meats. Um, but I, I still, you brought that up again last night. Um, and talked about their names, and I still can't get over it. Yeah, um, so the names of the <laughs> David, Creed... David, do you know them? The names of the Creed brothers are Brutus and Julius. <laughs> 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 so guess who's turning on one another? <laughs> guess what obvious foreshadowing. <laughs> but it wasn't one of them who turned on the other. It was the other guy. That's the best part. Yeah, so that plants the seed, I think. Oh, if his name was Caius, that would have been Oh, awesome. that would have been great. Dang! Any of the other <laughs> names from Caesar, that would have been awesome. Listen, I'm sure they only retained so much from high school English. That's true. I, which I like, we can't get too, too deep into this, guys. They're not going to get this. I don't know if, like, anyone outside of anyone who has a theater degree would put that together. 
and that's the thing. It's like, yeah. you know, the guys in creative are like, <laughs> there's one, we're so there's smart. <laughs> one theater mark in that room. That's like, guys, you don't get it. But the, the payoff for this is going to be insane. It's amazing. You don't understand yet. <laughs> hey, don't sell the creative writing majors short. Oh, okay. Or the English majors. Fair, fair. I'll give that credit. <laughs> but so he hits him in the back with the chair and ah, crowd goes what, wild. What was awesome though, which I don't know if you saw this or not. But Damon Kemp, after he hits them with the chair, he slides out of the ring, and then his face just completely goes back to oh, normal. Yeah. And then he goes to the ref and is like, ref, 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 like you need to get back in the ring. Like it's okay. Like, like he you picks need, him up. He like, picks him up and puts him back in. Like he, he's trying to help him. Like, like, wake up, man. It's going to be okay. I was like, I have not seen that level of acting on NXT in a while yeah. and it was very refreshing and I loved I loved I'm gonna I keep calling them the blue steel boys because that's, I'm only that's gonna think fine. That. I'm working on it I'm yeah. bad with names guys you're fine um but the look on their faces in the middle of the ring when he's like helping this ref get up he's like like his eyes could they've seen everything out yeah he was like oh is this happening oh <gasps> Oh, this is happening. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is going to happen right now. Yeah, because they saw the whole progression of that. Oh, yeah. They watched the entire thing. Like, so because they were about to get attacked, or so mm-hmm. they thought. So he, so they get the pin, and pretty deadly is the new unified tag champs. Yay! And I'm fine with it. Like it's, it was good. I gave this a three and a half. That, like it was, uh, yeah, it was good. I would say three, but three and a half is good. Well, because I mean, the ending was just really, really good. That was a Sometimes, good nice little. If you can. You win me over if the ending is really, really solid. So A good cherry on top for that mm-hmm. .5. Yeah. So now we have the women's title match. It's a, a triple threat with Miko Satomura, who's the UK champ, Blair Davenport, and Mandy Rose, who's the NXT champ. So mm. I was not into this at all. Not at all. At all. And it's- I was actually shocked that this was not the semi-main. I'm because but I'm kind of glad. Oh, I'm glad it wasn't either, but I think they knew it. Look, you sometimes know? you got to know how to market your stuff. I know, so. but it sucks that like the highest women's yeah. championship is not your main or not your semi main. Yeah. I I understand if this batch of the roster is not ready to have a women's main event on a takeover. I understand that. We are way past the Sasha and Bailey days yeah. and the Becky and Charlotte days. Like we we're not there yet and I don't know if we will be for a while. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how Triple H works with Mandy Rose in particular. I I will say there were a lot less crotch shots. Yeah, there was only one pan up. There uh, was only one creepy pan up and I was like, okay, Let's move on. And, but it was kind, of, but it was her, kind of blurry, right? So only on the bottom half, and then it clears up completely on her boobies, right? Which is everyone likes boobies. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. It's I guess boobies. I'll take my victories when I can. <laughs> but you get a blurry vagina. Be happy. <laughs> Be satisfied. We have so many clippable quotes from this show. <laughs> That I'm just surprised that our intro is not just David clipping all of our like ridiculous. Quotes. He's writing down the. T- I'm just saying you. I mean, you really could make an entire intro with just our inappropriate stuff that we say out of context. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna skip to the finish of this one because this was it was clunky. I mean, it was not good at all. I mean, the- Miko Satomura was really the only stand out because mandy i'm sorry i don't care no who says it she is not good dogs like she is not i'm sorry like no. she's just not and we have no reason to be sorry because we've been saying this for years and this proved it because this is what i brought up after this match is that because right. with ricochet and with um carmelo's match you couldn't tell like it it felt like one of free reign's fights like mm-hmm. choreographed enough but looks like it's happening in the moment. Sure. And then you get to this, and it looks like they just were like, "Oh, okay." Make Mako. Yeah. Mako. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Say, I didn't want to say Miko. Mako. Mako is the one that's clearly calling the shots, but she's at a caliber that these other. Well, Davenport's well, good. She wasn't really there either. But but I don't I don't want to give that to her. Because I don't know if that was because of the 
emanating crap that Mandy was just <laughs> shoving off into yeah. this. But I, I, I think we were also just so distracted by the fact that she was going to fly out of that top <laughs> four different times. Yeah. And it was, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's why she wasn't into it as much, but it was bad. It you was, can't keep coming was, up for excuses as no, to why she sucks. But even then it's like, <laughs> I don't want to see that. I know that a lot of the other people in this company, like our friend group, might dogs, dogs wants to see her boobs. But I mean, I it's just, fine <sighs> if people want to. I just don't think that that should be the focus of my wrestling. Yes. Match. We're, we're way past that at this point. I mean, you know, but I'm not too mad. But what I feel like what happened was you had da- Blair Davenport and Sadamora were communicating just fine. They were fine. And when Mandy were, was out of the picture, mm-hmm, they great. worked great. And I could have seen a singles match with the two of them. And I'd like that. And that has happened on UK a bunch, which Ooh. is why I think they work, they have worked really well together. Throw in Kaylee Ray in there and that'd be a really fun match. Well, Satamora was the one who beat Kaylee Ray. I know. Right? That's why I thought it would be a really fun dynamic. Yes. To then be like, hoo Exactly. And, but then when you had the spots when it was the three of them together in the ring, it mm-hmm. was very evident. Like, there was one point where Satamora was doing the kicks to both of them. Oh, gosh. And uh, when, when she kicked Blair, she would really sell it. Yeah. And be all on the floor and then, like, barely get back up like, before she oh. kicks her again, right? Like, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then when she would kick Mandy, she would kind of lean backwards and then pop right back up, you Boing. know? And I'm like, Boing. I understand if you want to no-sell certain things, but, like, you can't no-sell the whole sh- match. You, you also can't. can't no-sell if your other person who's also taking those same kicks mm-hmm. is reacting. That's true. Unless you are a literal brick. Yeah. Which you're not, maybe. Well, and, I mean, the finish on this was... A little weird to me. A little me. wonky. So you have Satomura who hits the Scorpio rising onto Blair, mm-hmm. right? And she goes for the pin. And then before she goes for the pin, Mandy runs out of nowhere with a running knee and then pins Satomura and wins. Which, which fine, that, that, that can be a good finish if it, you have people that didn't make it so muddy, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it looked like Satomura was waiting for Mandy to run in before she made the pin versus like her going for the pin and then Mandy just comes out of nowhere and hits her in the face. There were moments throughout the match of that. Oh yeah. And there was one part in the match where she had to move Mandy Rose out of the spot. She did. There was a spot where Blair was in up in the corner and she was supposed to jump on to Satamora, but Mandy was in the way. So it is clear. I don't, I camera, Angle was unfortunate for this one Very because bad. it should have been on the other side, but it wasn't. It was hard facing camera, and you could see Sadamora just push Mandy out of the way. Get out of the way. And was like, let me take the spot. Like, pushes her out of the way, <laughs> and then she, Blair jumps. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. But, I mean, I gave this a three, <sighs> and I feel like I'm being a little generous with it. But I could almost go two. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't want to go full two yeah. because it wasn't a complete disaster. It was just like a semi-disaster. It was definitely the worst match of the night, for sure. I, I, we can give Mandy a two then. Oh, sure. And yes. then the other two brought it up get to, a, to three. a three. Yeah, that's fair. So now we're to our semi-main. Ooh. We are just like rolling are, through this card. It's, it's, sorry, guys. Um, so we have the women's tag match which is Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Nikki A.S.H. and Piper Niven. And I was, I was shocked about this one, too, because Nikki and Piper just came out of nowhere, like, last week. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, we're going to challenge for the tag titles. And I'm like, okay, like, that, that could make sense, right? But to me, like, even though I knew... I kind of had it in the back of my mind that Ricochet really couldn't win yeah. because he's still active on Raw, right? I hope I hope that he comes back here. That would be cool, I, but I, he, he I don't thrives. know if he's gonna. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on on Raw right now, so it may benefit him to do that. Same with Nikki and Piper. Yes. But with this one, I kind of it was kind of a foregone conclusion to me because this was the first defense for Caden and Katana. 
And I was just like, there's, there's no way. Like, there's no way that they're going to do this. But I think what it, it did was make Caden and Katana look way better. Absolutely. Way better than they have ever looked. Because you had those two veterans who were able to help them. Yeah. But I think really the toxic attraction of it all didn't need to happen. No, but, there but was when it did happen, they made it work because like going back through the match, like again, it's, it's good. Like it's, it's one that you can go back and watch. Like if, if you're into women's wrestling, but like it's, they had this really cool camera angle when toxic attraction ran in. Yes. That was awesome. And for, for one toxic ooh. attraction was late. They were. They were so late because <laughs> Piper has, um, I think it's uh, Katana up on the on the top rope, yeah, and, they're and just she's like, like wailing on her, and literally look like does the whole the surprise whole look like, oh my god, who? Wait, oh, who? They're like, not. The are they, I was wait, looking at uh, nothing. <laughs> like she literally does like three different it's so turns, bad. and then finally the camera cuts to her. Like it's on Piper for an exorbitant. I mean, a good time. 30, 40 it seconds. Is so so bad and then all of a sudden they like run in like guns blazing like "Ah!" like we're here but it that took a really long time yes but they run in they cause a distraction lure nikki out of the ring yeah and that sets up for kaden and katana to do their finisher which it sets up this awesome camera angle where you have nikki and toxic attraction fighting in the forefront and then in the background you have like kind of a little bit out of focus, but like you can you still, still see like you, what's going exactly. on. Exactly. You see Caden and Katana do their combo finisher and it's a four fifty splash with a reverse neck breaker on the bottom of it. Oh. Sorry, I keep hitting the stand. <laughs> I I'm just getting really into She's this. a very handsy <laughs> Not like that. Uh-huh. Hand-talking person. That I, sounds dumb when I, I say with, hands-talking person. I talk with my hands. Yes. Yeah. Or I'm handsy. You can, you know, whichever you one know. you want. Um, but yeah, so they have, um, they set up that 450 neckbreaker combination on Piper. So they literally, like, it's just, it's really cool. Like you, and so that was worth it for me. Well, and I also hope they give that camera guy a good little extra bonus there for that one. Because if it was on purpose, great. If it wasn't, even better. Oh, absolutely. And you know, Chance and Carter retain with the toxic attraction interference, but I didn't see it as toxic attraction aligning with Caden no. and Katana. It was more of like, this is our turf, and Get you're from a different show, and you're not going to win our title. That's kind of what I took from that. And if I can that's see what that. they were hoping for, I think that's a good story. I, I, I won't lie, I was nervous when they came out because what I have been taught in the past few months prior to all of this mm-hmm. new change was that that was their like, uh, do sex machina. Oh yeah. Like, like this is what just, yeah. All right. Yeah. See, like they just throw in somebody yeah. to, to make something else happen and for chicanery to happen. So I was nervous when I saw him and then I was like, but they have no tie to this. Like, it's not like no. it's like Mandy's not in this match, mm-hmm. you know? So I was, that's what intrigued me when they came out and I, I watched it and I think you're right. It makes a better story if it's more so get off of our, like, this is not like, you don't even go here. Right. Like get out. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it was, it was really good and I'm not mad about the finish. I think this probably sets up another match with toxic attraction definitely and Caden and Katana. So I think good forward motion there. Yeah. I think it's good. I mean, I gave it a four. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I think that the tie in with Nikki and Piper really worked and Piper is starting to go back to the old Piper. They, they are still calling her by the name that we shan't mention. Um, (laughs) but her, her vibe is coming back. She's got the, the yellow plaid. Yeah. She's got her leather jacket with the pins on it coming back. She came in like a badass. She's not as glittery anymore. Nikki even came in in darker apparel too, which I thought was nice. Well, apparently she has turned heel recently. 
So now her that's why her and Piper have aligned. Nice. Um, because Piper is also healed now. So I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, our last match of the night. Oh man. Is our unified NXT championship match. Oh, with Braun with Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. Oh. So you did not know anything about Tyler Bate going into this not match. Not a thing. I had said upon first introduction of just staring at this man, he looked like, oh, what did I say, Shelby? He looked like, um, oh, uh, no, I should have written it down. I know. I, I, I don't remember what It was a good either. combination of people. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember what it was. But that's okay. He has, a, he has a knockoff Charlie Dunham look to him. Oh, sure. But th- yeah. that's not who I said. But anyway, um, but I loved the intro that he had before mm-hmm. he came out. It was really nice to, um, he walked through like, as if it was almost like, uh, not a hall of mirrors, but like an exhibit where he's walking down and he's watching everybody's moment of becoming NXT UK champion. Mm-hmm. And he's almost like, it's not just, it's not just him then reveling in the moment when he gets to his spot, but he's remembering and honoring all of the other champions who have had that title. Yeah. And it was, I mean, a little, you know, on the nose, but at the same time, it was really beautiful, and I liked seeing that, and then we had the moment with Elia and, and Walter, and it was, oh. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think that's super important that they did that. Because Absolutely. then it shows that it still was a very important brand. Absolutely. Even though it didn't get as much coverage as it probably should have. Um, and I kind of wish that they would have done that for the women's title too. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, there really weren't very many women champions. You had Rhea and then you had Kaylee and then you had Miko. And that's, so that's it. Um, cause Rhea was the first one. So I, daggum, really? Yeah. I think I'm right on that, but, um, but yeah, that would have been kind of cool just to see both of them. Yeah, like all of like them that. mixed but in. But I, I did enjoy that kind of walkthrough because he walked from like station from screen to screen yeah. and watched. Um, I thought that because I've I've been watching Tyler Bate from the beginning because he was now he is the first and the last NXT UK champion. That's good closure. Which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I do think that it was a little weird how. They he just became UK champion without any pomp and circumstance. Yeah, because Ilya Dragunov is injured at the moment, so he had to vacate the title because he won it off of Walter. Um, which that was a huge moment because Walter had it for literally forever. I I want to say it was like eight over eight hundred days. I'm. Which is the longest? Eight eleven? Eight ten? Something stupid like that? It was the longest reigning. WWE champion in, in history. History. Yeah. History. Which I I wish that they would add that to his accolade he now. He needs it. But Whatever. that's neither here nor there. Well, that was Walter. That wasn't Gunther. I don't like that logic. They're starting to break that logic, they are. though. They are. They're starting to... But our my immediate <laughs> vile reaction is... Mm, that's right. what they would say. Starting mm. to break the metaverse. Um, but I feel like... This match was a really good send-off of the title, but also a really good representation of just both of them in general because I think Braun has really improved and is actually a really, really good worker Yeah, and has become a leader, I he's, think. He's made good strides. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was interesting that they finally mentioned uh, his father. Yeah, that he was a Steiner. It's like, oh, look at that. <laughs> we what could a concept. Actually talk about our lineage now. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought it was really good. Um, it was, I don't know, it was a little sad. Yeah. It, I don't know why I kind of felt sad because I, it's not like we're never going to see Tyler Bate again because he did show up on NXT the next week. So it's not like he, you know, he's gone. It's, and it's not like the people who lost are gone. Well, it just feels it feels like they kind of are. But yeah, I mean, the, what they once were is gone. Yeah, it's it's a part of, you know, like after you have something really awesome, like a really awesome weekend, you know, afterwards mm-hmm. it's like, oh, 
Like exactly. You miss it a little bit. Yeah. You had fun in the moment and it was awesome and you'll always remember it, but it's still kind of that bittersweet moment of going, Oh, it's time to find new things. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like with this match, they were, they both really brought it. Absolutely. I, Braun Spears. I was, I was just going to say that spear made me actually gag. Insane. Oh, like there was one, the one that was the finisher, because it, it was interesting that a spear was a finisher. But his are gnarly, dude. It makes sense that his I are. I believed it. But it it was after, like, a full... I mean, all of these matches went over 15 minutes, at least. Yes. Each match was given... I mean, I think this one was, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I think on the breakdown on Wikipedia, it was, like, all of them were at least 15 minutes long. Which I really appreciate, especially when it was a nice kind of departure from when you have a match card like AEW that has 15 matches on it. When so you really can only have give like about five minutes, if that, to each match, right? But with this, when you had five, you were able to give everybody some breathing room and give them time to actually tell a story. And I feel like with all of these matches, even the women's match that wasn't really that great, you still had a little bit of a story there because you had Blair and Sadamora's history. And then, you know, you had the Mandy part of it all who was like, okay, I am this part of NXT and that's the best, right? Maybe a weak story, but it is a story, right? So you had, with this one, you had two brands coming together, but two totally different styles going against each other. And they were able to work. So the finish on this, Tyler Bate does this really cool moment where he ricochets off of the ropes. And you know how Kyle O'Reilly has that like really spastic kind of like, I'm going to ball up into the rope and then shoot out. So he hits his back on the middle rope and then bounces. But Bate does this other really cool move. He does it forward. And he does it like he hits his shoulders. Yeah, so he tucks and his bounces head, back. tucks his head under, puts his arms out stri- like to his sides, and then hits the rope on the back part of his neck. It's and my, where his shoulders and back kind of are. I would have fallen right through that stupid ring. Mm-hmm. It's like a tiny hit. little part, and he hits it, and it just ricochets him back and turns him around to do a lariat. Is what it what the setup oh, is supposed to be. It's crazy. Um. But he goes to do that because he's done that a couple of times yep. and hit the lariat. This time he goes for it the last time oh. and Breaker is there immediately and hits no. him with a spear in midair and just like divides him in half. I mean, he's dead. <laughs> he is D-E-D dead. And Roderick Strong dead. Exactly. That's our new reference. He it's is Roderick, Roderick Strong, Strong dead. dead. I love it. Oh, man. Um, but Breaker wins. And now he is the unified champion. And I'm not mad about it because mm-hmm. he's put forth the work for it. I, I see the yeah. improvement he's made in this short amount of time. And because I, I was worried. I was like, oh, man, like if he's going to keep it again, like, oh, man. But but he re- that match was great. And I, I didn't care who won. They both mm-hmm. worked their butts off. And I, it was great. I am hoping that we don't get into a Roman situation with him. I agree. Where we, I agree. Because he has beaten I see the a bro- lot I see of the mix of Brock and Roman mm-hmm. sprinkling in on him. Yeah. And he's great. Don't get me wrong. But I think, I think he could, yeah, it's dangerously close. Yeah, so I, I could. I, I hope that we don't go in that direction. Yeah. That's my only concern. No, you and I um, agree on that one. If, I'd be okay with seeing him and Tyler Bate go at it again. I would be happy to see Carmelo drop the North American title and go for that title. Um, Those are really the only two that come to my mind right now. I know. Um, They need to bulk up their men's division, actually. It's funny. It's funny. They do because everyone's associated with something right now. I know. Everybody's Um, in a group faction. I mean, you have Cameron, but Cameron has gone for that title and he there needs to be some more time in between when he you know from then and when he does it again he needs to hit the lottery again yeah <laughs> he needs to invest in some well, some stonks <laughs> something he there was something that happened with him and tony d'angelo during this that was weird this pay-per-view they tried to do these 
little vignettes, and they are getting better. They are. Um, they're not as cringy as they used to be, but yeah. I still think those need a little bit of work. Um, it, it, Tony D'Angelo is already kind of like, like he's the, he's way to, hey, he's, he's I'm walking here. He's like, outstayed kinda. as welcomed for me. Yeah. I think he, he needs to, he needs to shake it up just a little bit. Like he's the Don of NXT. It's like, okay, cool. But like, if you're the Don, you're actually running things and like, you're never on screen. So you're not actually. Like, he needs a faction. Yeah. If you're a Don, you well, need a faction. Well, he had a group, but then one of the other guys just left. Right. That's true. So, oh, it was good to see Wesley though. Yeah, so that was nice to see they're him. They're setting up him with um, um, speaking of Dunham, of random of Dunham who used Ooh, to be. Yeah. Um, that sounded scary. Like, how do you prepare for him? I forget who Jordan Devlin. Oh, oh. Yeah, so they repackaged him into McDonough. I think is his name now. Ooh. Um, and Sounds apparently Scottish. he's he's crazy. Oh, so, I like a good Mad Scott. <laughs> yes. Um, so that'll be interesting to see going forward. Um, but that's the end of the show. That's it, guys. We, we go out with um, Tyler Bate, you know, presenting Braun Breaker with both of the belts. And then we go off the air. Um, I mean, I gave the whole show a four. That's, yeah. I thought it was really good. I think this is the a best we've done so far. Great <clears throat> building block. Yeah. With this was enough to still keep quote what had like the old older NXT mm-hmm. 2.0, but still mesh in new elements that you can see that are then going to go on to create new and better habits for the company. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, and it's given me hope again to see and be excited about what the next product will be. Oh sure, and I I think this is the first in this era um that we'll see storylines actually manifest after takeovers see this it made me think this choice was quantity over quality yeah and i think that made the reverse reverse that i'm sorry quality over the quantity yeah excuse me my brain totally was like yes and then my (laughs) my mouth said the other thing um but yeah just the quality of the stories in each match really made a difference Okay, but did anything crazy happen after the or during the post show interview? Uh, Get out of here. No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Uh, then it's it's fair to Midland. Yeah, it's true. If you can't have someone just completely shake up your entire company after Gosh. the show, then what's the point? That guy's a piece of. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm gonna convince dogs we're gonna have a whole show where we can just talk Absolutely. about it. Absolutely, it needs to be at least two or three weeks from now because because oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure there's gonna be more stuff every hour. More stuff has come out in the past like 12 hours Gosh. than I would have ever thought possible. Um, but anyway, who is your ignorant slut of NXT Worlds Collide? It's a little obvious, but but. but Definitely Mandy Rose. <laughs> or at least her bra. Oh, the, yeah. Let's go with her Let's top. just go with the stupid American flag top that she yeah. had. America. America. Yeah, because clearly you have to show that she's the NXT like US champion. And we can only do that by her having American flag Ray-Bans and American flaggy boobs. Like, <laughs> what? You're right. She should just get an American flag tattooed on her neck instead. <laughs> All right, that was good. Zing! (laughs) That's funny. Well, I mean, mine was toxic attraction. Yeah? Because they couldn't even make their one spot of the night. They they literally had to make Piper do a triple take to see if they were coming down the ramp or not. Oh, man. Yeah, so they had one job. Yeah. They had one job and they couldn't do it. Definitely. Um, so who is your EST? Ricochet. Damn it, mine was too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Then I'm actually going to, if you if you want Ricochet, uh-huh. I'll give it to Carmelo. Okay. I really like seeing the, because uh, that was, that was it was going to go to them, that whole for match. Sure, for sure. But I mean, especially with seeing Carmelo be able to catch up that fast, the ability that they had to read each other in the ring, to communicate, to work effectively, the speed and the accuracy that these men had in this match i'm serious y'all watch it Mm -hmm. it's it's mind-blowing i don't know how any of them don't have vertigo like (laughs) the flips that they do oh and then of course they had the really awesome like superman punch Mm -hmm. onto the ground after doing like seven flips in the air and missing each other it was 
awesome. You know, it, it was re- like '90s Power Ranger feel. Again, it it not only did it remind me of the old NXT, but it gave me PWG vibes. Yeah, you know, it gave me, you know. I mean, Ricochet was a standout in PWG, but like... And Lucha Underground, too. Uh-huh. He was incredible in that. He was a baby in that. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, yeah, so that's that's our show for tonight. <laughs> we, I, sounds like feel like we did that in, like, record time. I bet we did. Um, for us, I'm sure, because we can definitely get winded. Um, so, David, I know that we're in the middle of wrestling world of the big recording sessions um but what do we have coming up next all right well monday night dogs and chris covered uh aw all out Mm -hmm. and spent a lot of time talking about the cm punk controversy i mean dude i isn't i listened to that episode i don't know if i've ever seen them besides the one where charles holmes was a guest yeah (laughs) i don't know I think that's the longest I've ever seen them go. Right. It's like an hour and a half, right? Man. Oh, they've gone longer. Um, oh, well, okay. <laughs> but still, it, was, it felt pretty long. <laughs> um, but So that was Monday. Tonight's Wednesday. Tomorrow night, you guys have got Rewind, and you're going to be talking about uh, Clash at the Castle. Yes, I'm very oh excited my about that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, I'm going to need all of these wrestling organizations to not do three pay-per-views <laughs> in one fucking weekend. Um. I have, Ever again. I, I do have some news. Um, they did announce at the end of this one when the next N- oh, right, NXT right. one is. It might be a minute before we cover that one. Well, oh, yeah. No, no. We're not We're not doing that on the weekend of my wedding. <laughs> I'll, I'll pack no, you guys some mics. I'll put them in your <laughs> gift bag. I'm in my well, full dress sitting well, do down. Hey, during, y'all. During the reception, we're going to sit down. Um, yeah, because AEW has... One that's full gear that weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'll be setting up mics and <laughs> slinging XLR cables as the <laughs> dinners are being served. Oh, I love it. That would be that would be fun, but we're not gonna do that. It no, 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 um, no AEW. But do we have any? Um, I know your um, perfect tens are coming up soon. Yes, right? my Ooh. four months of perfect tens start next week on Long Walk Talks. Uh, we're gonna be kicking off my uh, perfect ten discussions with RoboCop. One uh-huh. of my all-time favorite movies. Really? Yes. Uh, okay. So I'm going to watch that for the millionth time this weekend, and we'll talk about it sometime next week. And then uh, <clears throat> I think after that, everyone's going to be all wrestled out. Mm-hmm. You say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure the next WWE pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which I've yet to see in Extreme Rules that was in any way extreme. They were a little like, lackluster, weren't lately, they? Lately, no. But yeah. again, with this new regime, I have like a little bit of hope. So we'll see. Okay. Blood packets. <laughs> uh, Everywhere. One can hope. Letters. Uh. <laughs> Other scary items. Oh, okay, okay. We Mostly, get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Mostly letters. That's what they advertised, and then it was... <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Shelby, if people want to reach out to you online, follow you online, argue with you, where can they do that at? <laughs> oh, if they want to argue with me, they're probably not going to get very far with this one. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me personally, you can do that at Slay All Ray on Instagram. Um, if you want to follow This Is A Takeover, um, you can do that on Instagram at This Is A Takeover and Twitter uh, at This Underscore Pod. And for Long Walk Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, it's just Long Walk Podcast. And don't forget about at Hansy Shelby. <laughs> and <laughs> that should be my Twitter handle. That's what it's going to be. I'm going to get a Twitter just so I can have that. At Hansy Shelby. Or your OnlyFans. Gina, no. people want to follow you online. <laughs> Where can people do that at? Man, I, I deserve that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my butt kicked for that one. It's fine. Um, I'm still only on Instagram because Twitter is the worst. Um, but you can follow me at Broadway underscore baby 1218. Um, I, I thought about making another account for something else, um, but I have not done it. So if I change my mind, I'll let you know. Stay tuned, everyone. I, yeah. I'm trying to think about doing one for Noir, but. That's- oh my God, your cat. <laughs> You're going to be that cat person. Wait. She's beautiful. She's a model. Okay. 
wait until after you're married so it'll be the full package. Oh like, my goodness. Oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. Oh, BB. <laughs> and if you would like to follow me online, argue with me online, the CM Punk situation is 100% a work and you're not going to convince me otherwise. You can do no. that oh, on no. Instagram. No, we can't start this fight right now. No. B Hensley. Uh, if you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook to see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming. You can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the, uh, on the Long Walk uh-huh. Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you, David. And for This is a Takeover, I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. And you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at.